When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the movie trivia showdown. It's the Inner Geekdom Tournament. What a tournament it's been so far. Mark, this is one of the most highly anticipated first-round matches that we have. Two former champions, one a former team's champion, one a singles champion, Chance Ellison, Paul Oyama. Big match, my man. You know, Christian, uh, as you're aware of, I wake up every morning and I look in the mirror and I say, Mark, you handsome son of a bitch. How young do you look? But it's a match like today that makes me feel old as dirt, more ancient than the hills because it is chance. It is all and their combined age is like 13. It's incredible what these two have accomplished already. I mean, they were both big superstars in the fan-run leagues that they were both a part of for a long time. Chance uh, was the trailblazer. He was the first one to make an impact and make an impact, really. Uh, he's been a corruption guy since the day he entered this league with Mike Kalinowski. He, he's had some really tough opponents in his first-round matchups in tournaments, and there's no difference this time around. He, play, he had this rivalry with Paul Oyama. They played in singles. Paul won that match. Paul went on to win the singles championship and become the youngest champion. But then Chance said, well, I'm not going to let you have that. I'm going to become the youngest champion. And then he won the team's championship with Kalinowski. They have always been going after each other. They're, one's on swag. One has a whole new attitude in Paul Oyama. And I think it's helped him tremendously behind the scenes in his game in general. Chance hasn't changed at all. He's still that guy, the smug, uh, you know, champion that we know. But he's, he's, his accuracy, Mark, is just on point. 
Christian, they're so young, it's like two sperm swimming for, well, a championship here in the Intergeekdom Tournament. And I, you're right, I think the chance does have the ace in the hole, not from a managerial standpoint necessarily, but because of the relationship with someone else who is very, very celebrated in this particular genre. So is that going to be an advantage for him here today? It is tough to get inside the head of primetime. I don't know that he's doing that or vice versa, but I think both these gentlemen are going to show us a wealth of knowledge that we haven't really seen from them before. Well, I well, I mean, we've seen a little bit from Chance because the, that was that was the thing where people said, "How come? How are Chance and uh, Paul playing in the first round?" Paul's never stepped foot in the Intergeekdom division, so we don't know how he is. The chances are he's probably going to be pretty good. The guy's a solid competitor, but it's not proven. We who uh, the Cobra is proven. He was a he, he outlasted the number one contender, Chandru the Chosen, in the first match that he had, and he just lost to Brandon Hanna. He played very well. He missed his five pointer. Had he hit it. He's he's in the rankings right now. So he knows what he's doing inside of the inner geekdom. And he is the favored one over the former singles champion because we don't know how Yama's going to be in this uh, in this format. You can guess that he's going to be pretty well studied. I mean, like he's had a little bit of downtime. So maybe he puts that into his study is could rival anybody out there right now. And so I think that if you have a concentrated set of circumstances or in this case movies from which to select and to really sink your teeth into i think that he's going to do that today he's not a shark he's prime time but he's still got some big time jobs well there's a lot a lot of story between these two not only with all the faction stuff not only with their history in uh, in in the families just overall how these guys have gotten to this point today and we're going to see it right now so Chance, I love seeing that you guys are definitely clones together in the way that you went in, and I can't wait for you guys to eventually meet up. So it's, it's, yeah, well, if, if it happens, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting match if I ever get to face off against Paul in the ring. The Cobra Chance Ellison versus Paulo Yama. God, do I love this. Oh, it's good to be back in the Schmodown. Good to be back in the IG. There's not a lot of game tape on Chance in the inner geekdom world, right? I think you get a, a one no. match, right? It was a four-way or five-way that he lost. Is that right? Even though I lost in the end, I showcased my talent. I showcased that I can be a contender in this league with some training and some fine-tuning. Well, guess what? I'm not the same player I was a year ago. Chance probably really wants to 
to kind of get over that first round hurdle that he hasn't been able to clear. I know, some of you may be thinking, oh, Chance Ellison in a tournament again? We know how this is going to go. He's going to go in, he's going to play really well, answer a lot of questions right, score a lot of points, and going to lose regardless. Not this time. If anyone in this league has the right to complain about the cards being stacked against them, it is my man, Chance the Cobra Ellison. Let's talk about it. He could have given up. But you know what he did instead? He persevered on and became the youngest tag team champion in Schmodown history because that is who Chance is and that is what the Cobra does. I don't think that as much as riding on it for me as maybe it is for him, but I'm excited. You know, it's a new league for me and a new league kind of means a clean slate. I got a manager who puts supporting me above all else. Mr. Ellison, unfortunately you are a cancer, a disease. A corruption, if you will, to the programming, you and your entire faction. So I certainly hope that you are the one, Mr. Ellison, because otherwise it's prime time that we erased you from the program. Shannon Barney is the best manager in the Schmodown right now. She does not deserve to be in last place. And believe me, we are going to get her out of it. So, Paul, we're going to do this dance yet again, but this time is going to be different because this time I'm going to take you down and I'm going to start corruption on the path to the top. But it's interesting, as I look up on the horizon here, the sun's setting, and I'm afraid it might be setting on your inner geekdom career too, bud. Let's play this thing. Look, I mean, I get goosebumps looking at that stuff because the first time they met, there was a lot of history kind of going into it. And since then, there's been more history. And they're only they're not even 23 or 24 years old, whatever the hell they are. They're babies. But they're they know more than most people in this league. They are already within their both a year and a half, whatever they've been in this league. They're both superstars already. This is a very, very uh, it's an important match also. Because you see what Swag has done. You've seen what Winston Marshall has done. I've been a fan of Winston Marshall since the day I had an opportunity to meet him and he got into the league. But it's his studying of the the inner geekdom, the, the studying of the singles, the study of the teams. He's become a student of the game. I've said this time and time again, and it's been proven because not only did he, he he's a sports guy. So you look at the way he maneuvers around his team and the moves that he's made and his faction has been moving around those those uh, those standings for the entire season mark. Yeah, Winston and Shannon never at a loss for words, especially not when it comes to talking trash about each other. And then as far as Paul and Chance go, the winner today not only advances, also gets their driver's license. That's absolutely right. With Shannon, though, this is a she has put very similar that the way that the dungeon is relying on this tournament. So is Shannon. And she knows it. She's had some ups and downs with some people that are new to the league. She's a mentor. She's great on the mic. And she has been a, an absolute um, uh, firestorm inside of this league from the second she arrived. But she knows that Mike and Chance need to deliver in order for corruption to have a chance, pun intended, in this league right now. Because they they were in dead last going into that Star Wars tournament. You know, they're it's been noted that they this is a team that had a lot of potential that maybe isn't living up to it yet what's going to happen inside of it 
Yeah, when you look at Shannon, what she brings is a lot of fire, a lot of fury, but also a lot of strategy, I think. And it hasn't panned out thus far, but you're right, Christian. I mean, some people would look at this Inter Geithen tournament as, oh, it's do or die. But I think other people look at this as an opportunity. I would put Shannon and Winston in the latter, not the former. Now, Winston had some words with his rival, Roxy Stryer, in the past. And I don't think we're going to see any less in a second here when we get both Shannon and Winston. They know that we know there's going to be jabs between these two. All I can ask is try to keep it as cordial as possible. Shannon's been great about not cursing this season, so I don't have to worry about that. But let's uh, let's get both the manager of swag, Winston Marshall, and the manager of corruption, the queen of corruption herself, Shannon Barney. Let's start with you, Shannon. I said it before. This is a kind of a do or die tournament for you guys. How is Chance feeling going into this match against Primetime? I already feel so sorry for Primetime. It's not going to be fun for him. Short but sweet. Winston Marshall. Look, you, you find that there's some, uh, you got some laughs out of that one. Oh, yeah, because I've said this a million times. Like, you know, I'm not scared of Monopoly, you know, like monopoly pieces on a board like you know it's, i've never been worried about that i i respect the chances of baller he's come out here and he's done some serious things in this league he's a former champ but he's a former team champ he needed a little help to get down my boy paul did the thing and now he's gonna do it in a, in a geekdom thing so let's go baby all right uh shannon one last thing uh, well not one last thing but i do want to also ask you you know words there from winston he has done a lot with swag has really moved forward his team how satisfying is it would it be to a beat swag here today but for chance to get a final of his first victory over primetime here uh today i'm sorry did you say when he beats oyama today and gets these points in ig because uh that's what's gonna happen today it's gonna feel really good i'm very excited to get the show on the road let's do this come on she wants out of here mark you got anything <laughs> I love this, Christian. I just, I'm, I'm a big fan of both managers in particular because they both have adult alcoholic beverages, and we're taping this match at 7:30 in the morning. Guys, I think Winston has a bit. He's gonna do a bit. Ready? Let's get what? ready for Winston's bit. Let's go, Winston. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't hear you from so far back. What? What, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, 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 I'm losing you there. Are you can, can you hear me from up here at the front of the pack? Hey, you're gonna be looking at my tuchus by the end of this. All right, so get it out while you can. All right, well, there you go. Shannon and Winston, we're going to put you guys in the waiting room here. Thank you very much, both the Queen of Corruption and the King of Swag. There they are. Um, Look, Mark, we knew that they were going to be trading barbs, and uh, now we get to see their two competitors duke it out. Yeah, I would say that was a wise move by Winston to not yes and Shannon's last statement and just kind of let the sleeping dogs lie as they may. It was great to watch that flamethrower of a manager sort of promo jawing before the show. But Christian, like Shannon said, I think we're about ready to get this show on the road. There's been a lot of talk, understandably so. But now you got to put a utensil to a tablet and see who comes up with the most correct answers. All right. Well, if you're ready, I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first, representing Swag, making his showdown inner geekdom debut. He is the former movie trivia showdown singles champion of the world. Prime time, Paul. Oh. 
time, time, Paul Oyama. Dude, good to see you. How you feeling, my man? I'm feeling good. I'm excited. I will say, Shannon said I'm not going to have any fun. It's always fun to play, guys. It's always fun to play in the showdown. Uh, I'm ready to, to, you know, it's a new division, but I'm excited. You know, Paul, what I will say about you this season, it's already, uh, granted, we've had a little bit of a, a pushback here. We haven't been able to see you as much, but you have had such a different attitude I've seen, and I think other competitors have talked about it on shows. This, the, the fans have been talking about it. Your your attitude has changed dramatically from last year. Is some of that due to, um, you know, the way that you perceived yourself last year and wanted to change? Is some of that uh, due to working with Winston and Swag? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I think that was part of the consideration, but I think Winston was the push for me to sort of make this this change. And I think it's loosened me up. It's allowed me to, in, to enjoy the Shmodan in, in a way that I, I hadn't been to that point. And it's just, it's really fun. You know, I, I, I'm so laser focused. I, like, don't get that mistaken. But yeah, I'm, I'm a lot more chilled out now than I was. Yeah, Paul, I know that you are known for your research, for your due diligence leading up to a match. So where's your confidence level today as opposed to where it was when you first thought, hey, maybe I'm going to give this inner geekdom thing a shot? Um, it's a tough match. I mean, uh, Chance is definitely more of the geek kind of friendly guy than I am. Um, but I, I put in the work, I put in the time, and I feel prepared. Um, all I can control is the way I answer questions, really. I can't really control what he does. Uh, so I just got to focus and do what I do in the ring. And uh, if I win, I win. Christian, it's a new leaf for this kid. If you go by Indiana U alum, then he used to be more like Isaiah Thomas. Now he's like a classy Calvert Chaney. Like what you do there. Uh, Primetime, thank you. We're going to put you in the waiting room as we bring in your opponent. And his opponent, representing Corruption. With a record of zero wins, one defeat in the Inner Geekdom Division. He is the former movie trivia schmodown team's champion, the Cobra Chance Ellison. Chance Ellison, what's going on there, man? How you feeling going into this match? Feel good. I feel excited to come back and compete. You are. I mean, look, you got the traditional garb there, the corruption sunglasses and shirt and jacket, all of that. Um, how satisfying is it, though, for you? I know that some people were wondering why you're playing Paul Oyama. You're the type of guy to me, it seems like this is one of those matches you would want right away to finally get to play your old rival once again. Oh, yeah, it's always fun to take on Paul. And, you know, that last match left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. And I'm ready to come back for blood, man. I'm ready. All right, so let's get prime time back in here, too. Before we get in here, Chance, any words you want to say to Paul before we begin? No, no. Talking's done. Let's play. Paul, anything to Chance? Good luck. All right. So, Mark, our competitors are here. How does the rules of round number one go? That's right. One competitor in suspended animation, the other competitor live from Josh Bakuga's bedroom in round number one. This is Inner Geekdom, gentlemen. So there's 10 questions from 10 different corners of movie trivia schmodown know how. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question, there is no stealing in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever utensil you have on whatever tablet you can provide yourself. Once we ask you by name to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote to the camera at the same time you verbalize it into the microphone. I will remind each competitor 
of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself more time, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be issued by your manager at any point throughout the match. Christian, they're lined up. They're ready to go. They're in the prime of their lives. Let's do the damn thing. All right. So we ask prime time. Are you ready? Power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Cobra, are you ready? Let's get it. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. All right, here we go. Question number one in the realm of the MCU. What is the name of the terrorist claiming responsibility for the bombings in 2013's Iron Man 3? Uh, okay, Christian, trivia for you. Where did we see this movie? In Los Angeles. That's right. Five. Four, three. I think I'm done with you. Two, one. Do you want to challenge it, Mark? All right, here we go. We start with Paul. You'll never see him coming. The Mandarin. Yes, sir. And Chance? The Mandarin. Yes. One, one. All right, next question. All right, gentlemen, we need a first and last name for this next question. It's in the world of Star Wars. And the query is, what rebel pilot survives both Death Star battles and the Battle of Hoth? Wow, that's an achievement not a lot of people can claim. Yeah. I will say it's not Lewis Gossett Jr. Hey, hey, Mr. Iron Eagle, I think he would have done just fine. Fine. Five, four. He would have ended it in three. Two and a half movies. Two, one. Pens down. Chance. Wedge it up. Wedge Antilles. Yes. And Paul. Wedge Antilles. One, two, two. Two, two. All right. Next question. Here we go, guys. Question three comes in the realm of Middle Earth. What is the name of the King of Rohan in Lord of the Rings? Now, Mark, I'm telling you right now, I would get this one because, like I said, I've been watching these movies uh, with the family lately. My response to that is I knew the answer, Wedge Antilles. Fair enough. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. And Paul Oyama. Theoden. Yes. And Chance. Theoden. 3-3, this is the game that I feel like this is going to be the tone of the game for the entire game. Here we go. Next question, Mark. They are perfect thus far. Your next category is DC movies. And the question is, what was the name of the original villain created for the 1993 animated Batman film? Christian, uh, in Lord of the Rings, at any point do they ever call Theoden uh, just Theo? Yeah, but he doesn't like it. <laughs> Five. They don't really. No. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. And chance. The phantasm. Yes. And Paul. The phantasm. That's it. Uh, okay. Next question here, everybody. Four four is the score. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. Marvel movies. That's next. Marvel movies. Who plays Whistler in the 1998 Blade? Look out, folks. Harloff's feeling loose and lively. Come on there, honey. (laughs) Where are the suspenders? (laughs) Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Paul. Chris Christopherson. Yep. And Chance. Chris Christopherson. Six, 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 six. Is it five, five or six, six? It is now five, 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 five. Christian. Oh, sorry. Our score people are, uh, are better than me. All right, five, five. 
5-5 as we get into halfway in round number one. Chris Christofferson, he enjoyed the ladies in the 70s. Your next category is Harry Potter. And the question is, what are Voldemort's masked supporters called? Voldemort is, say what you want, Christian, lively fan base. True. Active. Yeah. They subscribe. Yep. And five. A lot of super chats. Three, <laughs> two, one. Pen down, please. And uh, chance. Voldemort's patrons, Death Eaters. Death Eaters it is. And Paul. Not my favorite fruit. Uh, Death Eaters. Death Eaters. Six. Six. Back and forth we go. I'll tell you, Mark, as a fan of this sport in general, is, this is really exciting for me to watch this match. So here we go. Here's the next question. Star Trek. Who directed Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock? Yeah, and Christian, you did, you think about how youthful both competitors are. They're only going to get smarter. Like, you and I actively get dumber each and every day, but they're still gaining knowledge. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Paul. Leonard Nimoy. Yep, chance. Rest in peace, Leonard Nimoy. That's right, seven, seven. Back and forth we go, Mark. Here's the next one. As do you and I, Christian, asking the questions. Your next one is asked by me, and it's in the world of the DCEU. And the query is, what phrase is written on the shirt that Harley Quinn wears for a majority of the film Suicide Squad? Christian, you uh, you care at all about a director's cut of this movie. I mean, I'm always interested in seeing if, if there's not an intended version and it was messed with. Sure. Five. Four. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. And chance. Daddy's Little Monster. Daddy's Little Monster is correct. And Paul. Paul? Daddy's Little Monster? I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can take that. that Daddy's Little correct. Monster? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. We'll, take, we'll take that. So, um, all right. So after the, sorry, after that question, we find ourselves eight to eight. Here's the next one. Heroes and Villains. Heroes and villains going to give you 20 seconds to answer this question. In how many MCU films does Loki make an appearance? 20 seconds. Ooh, that's going to give us a lot of time to vamp. Where do you want to start, Kay? I'm going to be quiet for a second and let the, let the young lads think. Okay. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one pens down, please, and we start with uh, Paul. Six. That's correct. Chance. Six. Wow, look at that. Nine, nine. Both fighting here hard, Mark. So basically, all I got to do is say, "Hey, let the guys think," and that'll shut you up. I look. I'm just so impressed. If, if these guys somehow got a handle on all these questions before the match, they're both grounded. Yes. All right. Well, here we go. This is the last question here in this round. If you both get it right, you're going to get the bonus question. You're both going to write it down. If if only one of you gets it, then you won't have to do anything. You just got to answer it. Uh, if you both miss it, then we'll move to the second round. All right, Mark. Okay. Last category, gentlemen, is in the world of mixed bag. And we are getting elbow deep in that bag. And we are pulling out an Oscar-winning film. That would be R.I.P.D. Your question. Who played Ryan Reynolds' partner, Roy, in R.I.P.D.? I have not seen this film. Oh, good for you. I don't think most people have. Yeah, I think I'm a better person for it. I think so. I'm happier. Five, four, three, 
two, one. Chance for the perfect round. Haven't understood this man in years, Jeff Bridges. That is correct. Perfect round for Chance and for Paul. Homeboy, Jeff Bridges. Perfect round. 10-10. Bonus question. I can see both the managers are stressed out, but happy at the same time in the waiting room. Here is, you got a bonus question, guys. You do have to write it down the same way you have been for the previous 10 questions. Uh, Same thing. 15 seconds. You both have all your JTE rules. Both have challenges. Are you ready for the bonus question, Primetime? Yeah. Chance? I am. All right, here we go. The bonus question here for 11 points apiece. Who plays Jenny Blake, young aspiring actress and Cliff's love interest in The Rocketeer? Saw that one in the theaters. Did you? Really? The movie theater. Must have been a young one. Yeah, I was a zygote like Good these two you. guys. Five, four, three, two, one. One pens down. We start with prime time. Not confident about this. Jennifer Connelly. That's correct. And chance. Jennifer Connelly. Wow. 11. 11 after the first round. What a battle it is going to bring in. The managers here who are definitely stressing out and going, look, what? <laughs> but happy at the same time here. Mark. All right. So round number two, we go. Please, Mark, how does the rules work? All right, let's see if these two dummies can get anything right in round two. It's known as the wheel round, the wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and justice. And if round one is any indication, there's going to be some hardy spins and a lot of correct answers because it's the interdictum wheel, so you get 12 categories. Ten are from different movies or genres or franchises, and you have opponent's choice and spinner's choice. So once you settle on a particular wedge slash category on the electronic wheel, you're going to be asked five questions from said realm. Each question's worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we promise is the correct answer. It is a tied up ball game here, Christian. It is 11 to 11. And so to decide to spin, we go to, I don't know what, a coin flip? Now, Chance would go. He's the he has competed before in the uh, Intergeekdom division, so he has seniority here in this division. So he will have the opportunity. Going to bring in Shannon first. Going to drop both Winston and Paul out for a moment. Allow you guys to confer for a minute of deciding if you want to spin first or second. Clock has started. Great job, Chance. Killing it. How are you feeling? What do you want to do? Uh, I think I'm going to go first. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, that's, that. that's, that's usually my go-to. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm going to go first. You're going to go yeah, first. change it up. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, cool. So, Chance has decided. So, we're just going to leave you guys on screen. Leave your opponent uh, for the time being until you get your questions in the waiting room. And here is the spin. Here we go. Round and round it goes. It feels very roulette. Like Vegas. Yeah, it does. Woo. Star Trek. <laughs> I think I could do better than Star Trek. So I'm going to spin again. You know, spin again. All right, here it is. Final spin. Whatever you get here, you have to. All right. Somewhere Kirk is weeping. Round and round it goes, Christian. This could be Lord of the Rings territory. Middle Earth it goes. All right. You so got this. All right, Chad. Chad, I'm going to drop you out here. Bring back Paul. Paul, please make sure your hands are free. Same thing with you, Chance. Make sure your hands are free while we ask these realms questions. I will ask the questions here to uh, Chance Ellison. This is uh, the wheel round, which will be Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Look at how confident you are because you've been watching these movies. I expect some correct pronunciations. That's right. All right, here we go. We're going to start. Chance, five questions. Mm-hmm. In the Fellowship of the Ring, what is the name of the ferry the hobbits use to escape the Black Riders and get to Bree? The Buckleberry Ferry. That is correct for two points. All right. Question two. Coming from The Hobbit. Who plays Bog in An Unexpected Journey? Bog, B-O-L-G. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of his name. Mobile Joe's. I know when I hear it. Is it A, Conan Stevens? B, Lawrence McCore? C, Tamara Morrison? D, John Tui? John Tui. It's incorrect. Uh, Paul, for the steal, it's A, Conan Stevens, B, Lawrence McCore, C, Tamara Morrison, or D, John Toy. I believe it's Conan Stevens. For one point steal, that is correct. One point steal. All right, Chance, here's question three. From Lord of the Rings. What is the name of the character who fatally wounds Theoden in Return of the King? Multiple choice. Is it A, Gothmog, B, the Witch King of Angmar, C, Gorbog, D, Muzgash? Witch King of Angmar? Witch King of Angmar is correct for one point. Here's your last one. Uh, two more. Two more, excuse me. Yeah, am I done get five? Yeah, you do. We're staying, <laughs> staying, in, uh, staying in Lord of the Rings. Which actor plays Lord Denethor, who is the steward of Gondor? John Noble. For two points. All right. Last question here. Hobbit. In an unexpected journey, what turns the trolls that captured Bilbo and the dwarves to stone? Sunlight. For two more points, Chance Ellison has a good round there and gets himself six points over Paul Oyama. Now it is chance, excuse me, it is prime time's opportunity to spin here. We're going to drop out. Good round. Good round, man. And we're going to bring in Winston. And, uh, hey, man. Let's get I that, like that. I like that steel, baby. That's how you set the tone. All right, let's do it. All right, the wheel is coming up here. And first spin. Here we go. Uh, sounds like Vegas, doesn't it, Winston? Oh, come on, man. I miss Vegas so much. <laughs> Middle Earth. Uh, so you, get to spin, you have to spin again anyway. So this will count as your first spin. Ah. I could just answer those questions he just had, but. <laughs> oh! Opponent's choice. Opponent's choice. All right. So we're going to bring back both Chance and uh, Shannon here for a second. Hold on. Drop in Paul out for a second. Bring him back Chance. And we've got to drop Winston out. All right. You guys have a minute to choose. Uh, um, go on. I don't know. I'm between Star Wars or Star Trek. Well, you know what we've been working on, so yeah. trust your gut. Give him Star Wars. Star Wars? Give him Star Wars. All right, so we'll bring back Paul here. Drop Shannon out. Opponent's choice it is. Star Wars is the category they chose there, Mark. That's right. Very interesting strategy, Christian. It seemed that Chance is just leaning more towards what his strength is, maybe as opposed to what Paul's weakness is, but that's the advantage of being new to intergeekdom is that nobody really knows what your strength or weaknesses are. We're about to find out how Paul Oyama does. Is he primetime in a galaxy far, far away? Paul, your first question in the world of Star Wars happens to be my favorite franchise. Oh, and it's my favorite movie of all time. In Return of the Jedi... What does C-3PO say his programming won't allow him to impersonate? 
Multiple choice. Is it A, a deity, B, a Jedi, C, royalty, or D, a demigod? A deity? One point for Paul Oyama. One yeah. point for Oyama, okay. Shit, it's wrong with the gut. Yeah. All right, your next Another question. <laughs> In episode one, The Phantom Menace, what is the name of Anakin's human friend who sticks by him when he tests his pod racer? the tension with the knife. Multiple choice. I can provide that. Is it A, Wald, B, Kitster, C, Dak, or D, Chopper? Wald? That is incorrect. Chance, I'm going to give you your options again before you answer. Is it A, Wald, B, Kitster, C, Dak, or D, Chopper? It's Kitster. Now that's what I call a correct answer. So, Chris, that's a steal from Paul. Yeah, you got to steal back there, too. That's pretty big. Question number three here, Mark. All right, go back to primetime for this. In episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, what is the name of Zori Bliss's homeworld, which is targeted for destruction by the First Order? Kijimi. Yes, it is. Not an easy one to spell, but you nailed the pronunciation. Nice two job. points for Oyama. And for two more points, this is your fourth of five questions, making it your penultimate one. In episode three, The Revenge of the Sith, who gives the order to have C-3PO's mind wiped? Obi-Wan Kenobi. That is incorrect. Chance, can't give you multiple choice options, so you gotta answer this one on your own. I'm gonna ask you the question again. In The Revenge of the Sith, who gives the order to have C-3PO's mind wiped? Yeah, he knows it now, and I need multiple choice. Bail Organa. Wow. A little bit of shade thrown there, too, Christian. That is a steal for Chance Ellison. And so now, Paul Oyama, two very much-needed points now going into round number three. Primetime, your last question in the world of Star Wars. What color is the bolt of the Stormtrooper's blaster when it is set to stun in A New Hope? Multiple choice. Is it A red, B blue, C green, or D yellow? Blue. It is blue. You put it on red if you want to miss your target. You put it on blue if you nice. want to stun it. Wow. So look, after that was a big round for Chance Ellison and Corruption. As we now bring the managers back in here, uh, it is 21-16. Corruption and Chance find themselves here with a five-point lead going into round number three. It's the final round, Mark. How's that go? Okay, in round at number three, we're going to test some metal, and that's spelled with two T's, an L, and then an E. Round <laughs> number three is going to determine the match, unless we go to sudden death overtime. What we need from each competitor is a series of numbers. These numbers can range between 1 to 15. We need three numbers per competitor. Those numbers correspond to a different corner of inner geekdom know-how. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your last one, should we make it that far, is worth five big, meaty points. Okay, so Chance, because you enjoy a five-point lead, you are going to give us your series of numbers first. Fear not, competitors, there is no stealing and there's no penalty for missing a question in round number three. Chance, from one to 15, what feels lucky, son? I'm going to go... I'm going to go uh, six, 12, and eight. And for Paul? Seven, 15, and two. 
All right, 7.15 and 2 for Paul Oyama. Any last words there, Winston, for Paul Oyama before we let you go back to the waiting room over here? Hey, shake that shit off. Go full Dion right now. Neon Dion, dude. Let's go. All right, and Shannon? Chance, stay calm. You got this. Listen to the entire question. The whole um, question before you answer. Do not rush it. And you've still got all your JTs, so don't forget. You got this. Um, Take your time, baby. I'm saying you have your JTs, man. All right, so here we go. Both Shannon and Winston giving sound advice to their competitors. All right, Paul, you chose category number seven. You got to try to avoid the TKO here. You have category number seven. Harry Potter is the first. In the Prisoner of Azkaban, who is promoted to the Professor of Care of Magical Creatures? Rubius Hagrid. That's correct for two points. All right, so... Still finds himself down three, so he's got a tie here in order to avoid the TKO and have Chance uh, answer his next question. Paul, you chose category 15. Back to Middle Earth we go. Joy. Who plays Thandriel, the elven king in the Hobbit trilogy? Lee Pace. Ties it up. Ties it up. Avoids the TKO. Corruption not able to capitalize on the TKO here. However, they're still in great shape here to bounce it back. If Chance hits his two-pointer mark, it goes right back to Paul and forcing him to hit his five. That is correct. Christian wouldn't expect anything less from a player of primetime's caliber, but now Chance with a chance to force it back to Paul to answer his five-point question and put the match on the line. Chance, uh, for your two-point question, you selected number six. And that corresponds to the category of who said it? It's quotes. And your two-pointer is who said, I know what it's like to lose, to feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail nonetheless. It's frightening, turns the leg to jelly. It's the Mad Titan himself, Thanos. He's not a happy guy. And that is correct for two points. So now, Christian, back to Paul. All right, Paul. So here's where we stand here. You hit this five-pointer. It's going to force Chance to hit some questions of his own. However, if you miss it, then Corruption and Chance advance to the next round. Paul, you chose category number two. Going to the DCEU for this one. Here's your five-pointer. What type of wedgie do the bullies give Freddie Freeman that he later gives back to them in Shazam? Atomic Wedgie. And your winner, advancing to the next round, the Cobra Chance Ellison. The answer was Suitcase Wedgie. Suitcase Wedgie wedgie was the answer. Suitcase Wedgie. They'll lift you like a suitcase and carry your ass around. All right, so that's a big win there by Chance. All right, so Winston and Paul, I'm going to put you in the waiting room for the moment. We're going to talk to both Shannon and the Cobra. What a big, massive victory. Wow. Cobra here playing very, very strong. 23 points, 21 over his rival, primetime Paul Oyama. Chance, you got to be feeling good, brother. Oh, I feel wonderful, Christian. I feel great. I mean, it's it's a little less with that. I thought I'd be beating Paul, but... You know what? I'm going to take the victory, and I'm glad to put up some points. 
my faction right here. Well, that's that's the big question there, Shannon. So, uh, again, you guys were banking on this. We know that Mike is the one that people are talking about. He's a two-time Intergeekdom champion. But how crucial and how important was it for Chance to get this victory for you guys? And how proud of you are? Uh, how proud of him are you? This is the win that we needed. And this is the win that we got because Chance has been working his tail off. This is vindication for his record. Finally, finally. He gets that victory that is so well-earned and so well-deserved. I could not be more proud of the Cobra right now. Yeah, Chance. So, uh, first of all, compliment then question. Thank you for making your bed. We appreciate it here. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. The, uh, the big question, though. So, round number two, let me take you and Shannon back there for a sec because you get a nice spin, but then Oyama spins opponent's choice. You decided to saddle him with Star Wars. Can you both take us wizard behind the curtain what was the thinking behind giving him the galaxy far far away you know we've been in the trivia gym training with mike training with laura kelly we've gone through a lot of star wars stuff i watched all the movies it's a fair franchise so i feel like i i thought i could pick some steals if he dropped them lo and behold he dropped them i picked him up he took one i took three Fair enough. Uh, look, I mean, this was something that you talked about, Shannon, like you said on the side there. You said, look, you know, what we've been working on. Clearly, you guys have been putting the work in, knowing how important this was. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, this is just a uh, this was this is a very impressive win here by the Cobra. I know. Am I allowed to kind of just go in behind you right now? You can come We're in. Lot. He can come on in. Come on in, baby. We're going to bring in the former two-time champ here, you know, Mike. Mike Kalinowski. Mike, how, how are you feeling about, uh, besides that haircut, I see you later. You can't hear us. Uh, no, can't hear. That's fine. <laughs> he Great. just wanted to give you that. I don't even know where he looks like he just walked right into the wall and disappeared. That's <laughs> did, did anybody else get shades of chips in your science? All right, so Chance, now this match is in the books, and you sit back and you wait. You got two rookies going after each other. You got the Den superstar in the Bandit. Ben Goddard, he's going up against someone you know very well, another fan league legend in the spider, Robert Parker. If you have your choice, who do you want to play? Oh, you know what? As much as I would love to be the first in the hand, Ben Goddard his first L. That'd be really freaking sweet. To be the man, you got to beat the man. So, Parker, come at me, man. I'm waiting for you around two. I want to be the one to take you out. Uh, Shannon, same question here too. I mean, this is something that I will uh, I'll repeat. Uh, you have been on that side where last year Kevin Smets was the unbeatable inner geekdom force who was destined to never get beaten, and Mike took that away. Mike gave him his defeat. You guys have felt that before. Mm. Is that what you want, or do you? I mean, it's it's really the same because if Ben Goddard beats Parker, another undefeated person. But who would you rather see, Ben Goddard or Robert Parker? Listen, nobody cares about Ben Goddard. Everyone cares about Robert Parker. So that's who we want. Everyone in this game is beatable, Magic Boy included. I'm not worried about it. One game at a time, one opponent at a time. Let's bring him on. All right, I'll see if I can keep this vest handy in case Parker does win that match. He dresses in it. Maybe I'll wear a vest and sunglasses. Who knows? But, Grish, I think regardless, the world was put on notice that Chance did not lose any steam or any momentum with this break. He is ready to make a run for this Inner Geekdom tournament. All right, well, thank you, Shannon, and thank you, Chance. Congratulations, Chance, on advancing to the next round. Uh, let's move them here. And then something you don't hear too often these days, in the defeated circle, Winston Marshall and 
primetime, Paul Oyama. Look, Paul, great first round, man. It was amazing. You hung in there. You hit the dreaded opponent's choice in the second round. Chance plays it right, gives you Star Wars. When when he was trying to figure out which one he was going to give you, did you did you have a preference? Uh, a preference, uh, something else besides that uh, because of how it went. Um, I kind of figured that's how he'd go. I know that's his favorite franchise, and I know, obviously, he's been prepping Laura Kelly a lot. Um, yeah, I, I was feeling all right going into it. I, I rewatched most of the movies. Um, it just, I wasn't locked into the right information. And th- sometimes just the categories don't shake out the way you want them to. Yeah. Uh, Winston, same thing, man. You got to be proud of Paul here, too, because, oh, yeah. like I said, it's his first match in the Inner Geekdom uh, division at all. Perfect round. First round hits a bad uh, second round, but he hung in there with Chance. And, uh, I mean, he showed why he's one of the big stars in this league. I mean, my first Inner Geekdom match, I had seven points so yes i'm very very total so i'm very proud of paul for coming here and wrecking shop today i mean this was a tough matchup man i mean that's the thing we were talking about you know i like to talk a lot of trash but you're talking about two champs going at each other you know what i mean so this is you're whenever you see that it's going to be a knockout drag out and i i know how much work paul put into this so i think the one thing that makes me sad is that he doesn't get to keep flexing yeah. all the work he, i mean we've we stayed up last night prepping for hours just every single question so i i know how much he wanted this and how hard he worked uh but you know what it's still a long season uh it's not it's not over yet so uh i just want you to know man i'm proud of you boy don't even worry about it yeah paul it's not something that we have to ask you often in particular but after a loss like this what's the next thing you go to work on do you focus on another inner geekdom topic or are you going to be looking to other pastures as far as where your study and prep goes from here Oh, I'm definitely zeroing back in on singles and teams after this. Um, I, will, I will probably play Inner Geekdom at some point in the future. Um, you know, I didn't see the fruits of my labor, but some trees just take longer than others. Um, and I just want to refocus back into singles and teams and uh, get us some points and the stretch run of the season. Um, that's really my bread and butter. This was just sort of a thing I did because I, I thought I could do reasonably well. Um, I think I'll do better on the next attempt. But, yeah, I'm, I'm focusing on singles and teams for the rest of the season, I think. Well, when- I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what I really want. Can I Can I – yeah, go ahead. I mean, real talk. Uh, I know we have the, the way the standings are right now uh, with the teams. I know that there's other stuff, and I know we're going to get to teams and singles later on in the season. But, yo, bring Chance and Mike back. Let's get corruption against final exam and see what they really got. Well, I mean, I think there's a little bit of time before we got you that title match coming up. So I like, <laughs> yeah. I like the moxie. I got to tell you, but Winston, I do have to ask you, you bring up corruption. I know a loss in general stings, but does it sting just a little a little bit more because it's to Shannon and Corruption? No, because the only real win against Corruption that I'm looking forward to is when Makuga takes out Dewberry. It's coming at some point. That match will happen because I, Christian, you and I will talk. I need this to happen because she tried to come out here and ruin my seat. Like, she drew first blood, so that means I got to finish it. That's what that means. All right. Well, I do want to congratulate you guys for a great season so far. And there's still a lot more to come here, too. But, Paul, thank you. It's always a pleasure to see you, my man. Uh, the former Movie Trivia Schmodown champion of the world, Paul Primetime Oyama and Winston Marshall. Thank you, guys. Great match. Yeah, thank, you, thank you. All right, Mark. So there you go. We had uh, a, a scrap. We knew it was going to be a scrap. And Chance Ellison really showed what he's made of here today. He stayed composed. He lost a, He lost that one steal. He got it back immediately. He played tight. He knew what he was doing. It looks like, I mean, this doesn't look like, oh, yeah, I know a couple things. It looks like he's been doing his homework, man. 
Yeah, and even though you know both competitors uh, maybe aren't necessarily even as far as inner geekdom experience, you can tell that they both are seasoned in the schmodown because yeah. if either competitor sees a perfect game being thrown across the board at round number one, you might get a little quaky. You might get a little, eh, oh no, what's going to happen around round number two? They didn't bat an eye. And, you know, mm-hmm. Paul spinning opponent's choice is tough luck for him. Chance made the right move. And that's all you can ask for from a strategy perspective. Make the right moves. Answer the questions in front of you. I think both competitors did a marvelous job here in this opening round. Well, we're going to find out exactly who Chance is playing because next week, that's right, on July 3rd, you will be seeing Ben Goddard, the bandit, against the spider Robert Parker in another match here in the Inner Geekdom Tournament. It's been a solid tournament so far, Mark. A lot of great matches. I mean, the knowledge has just been so good in the, the, the factions. Look at the current standings as they stand today. These can change dramatically over the next couple of weeks because of all of the upcoming inner geekdom matches that we have. And Christian, you think about the points changing, you think about how close we've been in the matches that, you know, we had play in games. And then as we continue here, the difference between a knockout versus a TKO versus taking someone the distance that might make all of the difference in the world when it comes to those faction standings. Big three points here for Corruption as they move just a little bit higher from their current standing. I would like to thank you guys here. Remember that if you have been catching up with the Inner Geekdom Tournament, if you just tuned into it and you said, wait a minute, I want to see some of these matches early. Well, you can see the Thursday match earlier than everybody else. So all you got to do is become a Patreon, excuse me, become a patron today at the Schmodown Patreon. That is patreon.com slash Schmodown. Join today. And we're also at the end of a lot of matches and we're doing some new things, Q&As over on Patreon. We like to get you guys involved. We send out the StreamYard link to the $10 and over patrons. You come on in, you have a couple of conversations with myself. Could be Mark, could be any of the managers, could be anybody. Go and check it out today. Mark, once again, my man, pleasure being here. Thank you very much for joining us for the Baby Carrots. I'm Christian Harloff. See you next time. Have you made the switch to Nick's? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X dot com.